0: Welcome to Systematic Saturday and some synecdoche, or oh, is it
1: synecdoche?
0: Synecdoche. Synecdoche or synecdoche? <laughs> uh, we need to teach people how to say this word properly, but we will do that after our jingle. Alrighty, synecdoche or synecdoche, which is it? I thought it
1: was synecdoche, because that's the way I English, but you know, I listened to an American online, and mm-hmm. now I believe it is synecdoche, because an American
0: pronounced it as synecdoche. And that means it must be true. And at it the end of the day, true. we don't want to be no distance education students, people. <laughs> we don't want to be saying Carl Bosch and the synecdoche. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we don't want to be saying shenanigans or
0: hootenannies <laughs> that's right so we're going to go with synecdoche synecdoche now synecdoche. is that a kind of key that unlocks a great mystery a oh definitely.
1: the mystery of baptism oh yeah
0: man yeah so um in I, all I seriousness, that we've... before you get yeah, going yeah, yeah. yeah i mean this okay, is okay. truly awesome i love this i think this is great um in fact you see this concept applied in a few different areas. Uh, Michael Horton goes crazy with it, but I love the way he doesn't. Well, he might even go there with baptism. I forgot. But um, yeah, I love what you're about to say. So let's do this. Switch on, people, okay, if you're listening. Go.
1: <laughs> so the reason we're bringing this up is I've done a baptismal service recently, and we baptize someone from Glorival. Now, the baptism scenario from Glorival is it's a little bit dicey and it's not cut and dried. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glorival has a background in Church of Christ theology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so amongst those who have claimed to be Christians from Glorival, some are genuinely born again, some are sincere believers, some are sincere believers with burdened conscience, some are genuine believers with no assurance of salvation. Mm-hmm. But some also go through baptism believing that the waters of baptism the thing that are going to wash away their sins, not the sacrifice of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm, totally. And so
1: that amounts to a heretical baptism. Mm-hmm. And so, in the instances of those who knew they were trusting in their baptism and not in Christ, we rebaptized them, mm-hmm. but not those who felt that their faith was genuine. Right. So, we've had to navigate that little uh, question uh, a bit. And so, this last weekend, we uh, baptized Paul Harrison, a young man who believed that his baptism saved him. Mm-hmm. And so, I preached on Colossians 2, verse uh, 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I wanted to point out in my sermon was the fact that there are many places where it sounds like baptism saves. Mm-hmm. And how do we square that off with the fact that we're justified by faith?
0: Yeah, because then so one uh... word answer. Sorry, just, just to yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, So um, the the whole thing there is that they're getting it from somewhere. And I, you know, a lot of people might not have even have to, had to wrestle with this at all. But, you know, Church of Christ and whoever else goes there, I mean, they're getting, I mean, I suppose sacerdotalism at some level um, you know, makes use of the same passages, but but um You know where where they're coming up with this idea that baptism saves. I mean, there is a there is that sense of the language in the New Testament. If you've ever read through Acts, for example, I mean, you come away scratching your head the first time around, right? Um, Exactly. If if you're reading it carefully, so it's not like this is you know a bunch of ivory tower theologians coming up with weird words just to make things more complicated. This is this is a real wrestle with some of the complexity of the language of Acts, which is a very complex book. I think we might have mentioned that last time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so you need to you need to have the right hermeneutical tools to, mm-hmm. to get through it. Yeah. So here's the way I, I teach my church to think about it. Imagine a table, mm-hmm. and on this table you've got certain key elements that relate to the moment of your salvation. Mm-hmm. So you've got your faith. You've mm-hmm. got your repentance. You've got the verbal confession of calling on the name of the Lord. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You've got your water baptism. That's probably the moment that you were seen as added to the membership of the church. And Paul talks about it as well as being the time when we received uh, forgiveness of sins and the Holy Spirit where we were buried and resurrected with Christ. So on this table are all these pieces that belong to the moment of our salvation. Hmm. And in the mind of the apostles, all these pieces happened at the same time. So Hmm. if you had asked the apostle Paul, Paul, when did you get saved? Mm-hmm. He didn't believe in altar calls. He didn't believe in signing cards. Mm-hmm. He didn't believe in Sinner's prayer as we understand them today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He believed that when you were baptized, you became a disciple of Jesus Christ. So he would yeah. have answered, "Well, I was baptized on such yeah. and such a day."
0: Amen. Okay, that.
1: and that's and that's where synecdoche, synecdoche comes in. So let's just yeah. quickly define it. Yeah. yeah, Synecdoche means part
0: for the whole. Oh, so I thought it was like sin on your neck with a key. <laughs> <laughs> With a lump of dough, synecdoche. Common
1: misunderstanding. Common, common misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Part so, for the whole. Part for the whole. Check out my so wheels. So, like, check out my wheels. So, my yeah. wheels, wheels being part, which represents the whole of the car. Right. Or uh, all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Hands being representative of the sailors. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you know, England went out with six wickets in hand. Mm-hmm. Wickets being representative of the cricketers. Totally. So. Part for the whole is, and this is the way you need to understand the New Testament, Any time you hear the word faith,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you should automatically, You know, like just like the Trinity. Whenever you hear the word Father, you should automatically be adding the Son and the Spirit.
0: Mm-hmm, totally. And
1: every time you hear the Son, you should be adding Father and Spirit, and, and so on with the yeah, Spirit.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, when you hear faith, you should be adding repentance, baptism, church membership, and receiving of the Spirit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and justification and forgiveness and all the other <laughs> auto salutist benefits. Totally. It's yeah. a package deal. It's part for the whole. Right. So I mean, just just listen to these verses. Here's here's mm-hmm. one from Acts two. See if you can spot what's missing. Mm-hmm. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Right.
0: Trust in Christ. So what's not there? <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing, the gospel. The gospel is not there. <laughs>
1: So, is, and and people will come to this verse. Yeah. Because every heretic has their verse, and it's usually from the book of Acts. Yeah. And your your heretic would cherry pick this verse, and they would say, But there's no mention of faith here.
0: Yeah. It's the
1: baptism that saves. Mm, mm. Yet, when we go to the Philippian jailer, you know, it's believe and be baptized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, but when we go to Paul's story of his conversion in Acts 21, we have Ananias saying to Paul, Rise. Be baptized calling upon the name of the lord washing away your sins mm,
0: mm, totally. okay and
1: it sounds like the washing of the way of the sins comes through the baptism but in fact the faith is implied by calling on the name of the yeah, lord
0: yeah it's kind of theological shorthand almost exactly you know is a great
1: yes yeah, so, i mean it. yeah. it's, it's it's just such a helpful way to understand the bible because oh, yeah. i mean one of the things that i used to do is i, I used to follow murray mm-hmm. you know i would have to follow murray murray Looks at Romans. John Murray looks at Romans chapter six, and when it says that we are baptized with Christ mm-hmm. and we are resurrected with Him, mm-hmm. he would say, "Well, that's obviously not referring to water baptism because you know uh, Paul's not a sacerdotalist. It must be spiritual baptism."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I would always, you know, resort to this uh, distinction between spiritual baptism versus physical baptism. Mm. But other scholars have since pointed out, people like Sinclair Ferguson, Tom Schreiner, Beasley Murray, and others, even John Stott and so on, that every time Paul references baptism, he's probably talking about water baptism. Yeah, yeah. And because that was the moment in Paul's mind when a person was added to the church, saved, washed, regenerate, believed, repented, etc.
0: Synecdoche yeah amen and you know what's so powerful about that is that we do that too with our stupid things you know with our walk down the aisles and our and our um you know as you mentioned earlier our decision cards and whatnot so it's not like a foreign way of thinking in that sense because we also have those moments that represent the whole yeah um but it's just that paul's got it right and we've got our stupid version of it exactly yeah
1: so now as, as we put all these pieces on the table there are distinctions between them, though. So, although they all happen at the same moment, they don't all have the same part to play and have the same significance. Mm-hmm. So, for example, baptism getting wet may be the outward sign and the occasion, but the instrumental means of our justification is not the water of baptism, it's the faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, we would want to continue to you know, make those important distinctions. So For we're sure. grouping them all together historically and chronologically, but they yeah. don't they don't all bear the same theological purpose. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. That's great.
1: And so faith yeah. is still the instrument of our justification. Mm-hmm. Repentance is still not the instrument of our justification, but it is the accompanying sign of regeneration and the Siamese twin of faith.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, in you know, some it, sense, you're just simply letting... You know, well, I, sp- I think I'm thinking of the Acts narratives, for example. I mean, you d- you're just letting doctrine be doctrine and, yeah. you know, make sure that you're putting correct doctrinal, doctrinal weight, which you're getting from the whole of the New Testament, uh, on its individual parts. And then you're just reading it with that in mind, you know, allowing exactly. the word not to contradict itself. I mean, that's simply, it's really just the analogy of faith in many ways. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there are, there are also a few things we're not putting on the table. We're not putting on the laying on of hands by an apostle. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Uh, in South Africa, you remember the New Apostolic Church and the Old Apostolic Church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the things they believed is that you know, you need do, salvation comes in two parts: baptism and laying on of hands. Right. Because that's what happened in the Book of Acts. Like for example, in Acts eight, we see the Samaritans, who uh, Philip goes down, he preaches, he baptizes, and then the apostles come down, lay on hands, and they receive the Holy Spirit, like the other disciples did in mm. Acts two.
0: Mm, totally. Now,
1: some people would say, you see, this is what we should be doing today and this is how we get saved. Yeah. Now, I've just said we don't put everything on the table, mm-hmm. and that's because something different is happening at that instance. Right. Um,
0: right.
1: We're saying that um, the Day of Pentecost yeah. has a number of extensions, like mm-hmm. of the extensions on our home.
0: Mm-hmm. When you
1: build a new room onto the home and you plug your electrics into the main, you don't rebuild the mains, you just plug the electrics into the mains. Right. There's only one giving of the Spirit on the Day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. but the Lord made it so that every time the gospel crossed a new racial barrier, mm-hmm. he gave the same authentic, authenticating signs that he gave in Acts chapter two.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so uh, those are once off redemption of historical events that we're not adding to our auto salutis. We're not yeah. confusing historia with auto. And yeah. so we're not putting the laying on of
0: hands, which indicated the inclusion of the Samaritans and the people of God, mm-hmm. on the table. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think we mentioned, um, well, I've mentioned even in this episode, but like this is, it's an important thing. Acts is probably, I find, one of the most complicated books in the Bible, you know, because it just depends on your knowledge or your understanding of the way that redemptive history is forming this great big transition and overlap. Um, And it's unique in so many ways. And truly, if there was ever an opportunity to exercise the hermeneutic you know, don't interpret narrative, uh, or at least didactic, by narrative. Do it the other way around. Then that would be a good opportunity to do it. Um, Acts is extremely complex. So we have to be very, very, very mm. careful. But it, but, but with those things in play, I mean, it's so powerful, and um, it, it becomes one of the most rich books of the Bible. Um, I'm psyching myself it's up good. to preach through Acts. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> hey,
1: man, brother, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> totally.
0: Yeah, you've done that, right? Yeah. You've, you've preached through yeah, Acts. Yeah, it was
1: one of the first ones I did when I arrived in yeah, New Zealand. that's true. Do you I, want I to do it again? i preached through Acts twice. Yeah, did, you so did you mess it up?
0: Did you mess it up? No, no, it's good. You nailed it first time. Nailed it. Wow. Exceptional! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, no, I only
1: did it in 63 sermons. I might need to redo it
0: properly. Yeah, no, that's, that's pathetic. Yeah, I know. What were you thinking? um yeah no i okay, can't. fair enough fair enough all right so sorry i cut in there
1: no no it's all good so synecdoche that's, that's it's, a, it's, it's one word but man it's a world
0: it's great That's a that's another t-shirt right there <laughs> <laughs> it's a word but it's a but world <laughs> Like oh boy, it. it's coming together, people! Give us some <laughs> likes if you like the ideas. Um, I got um, hey special shout out to uh, uh, Kendall. He he sent uh, oh man, I got to show you guys. He sent he made a t shirt. Um, I don't know if it was at the suggestion that we made a, a while back. You know, because we're coming up to this anniversary, we need to get some gear on. But he made a yep. t shirt with my picture, my glorious image. Oh. Uh, on the front some- front of the t-shirt right and it's got yeah. the smoke coming out of my mouth and it's just like it's like I like I look like a dragon/ slash mythical creature and uh, and you know it just says two-age sojourner now I've, I personally feel that maybe that's a little too self-indulgent and um, I'm, you know I, I maybe we need uh, need a little bit more comic release something I don't know but we need to find some cool gear Synecdoche has just made it onto the short list <laughs> Get us get a nectar <laughs> key. Yeah, along, along with our
1: Jim Renniehan T-shirt, you oh. are not, brother. You are not
0: reformed. You are not reformed. Yeah, although I mean that's not properly two-age sojourner jurisdiction, is it? But we might just steal it anyway. Well, well, what we need to do is get Jim on the show, and done. then we can do that. Then he's properly within the realm. I like that idea. Yeah. So we coming Jim, on, Jim.
1: Jim is our new cash cow. There it is.
0: Cash Cow, totally, yeah. Cash Cow, Jim. I <laughs> like it. <laughs> totally. As if Fred Malone wasn't enough of a hit. Wow. Because mm. I'll just let you know right now, Nick. You uh, the the top ever downloaded um, episode on Two Age Sojourner is the one with Jimmy and Joe, and that's to be expected. You know, they have Naturally. got that pop thing going. But uh, the second, the second most downloaded. Um Episode is with you and Fred Malone.
1: Everyone was looking for for Fred <laughs> for Fred's resignation. <laughs> nah, it, was, it was. I mean, Fred's so gracious, man. Can it's you can you job.
0: imagine the letdown though when they just heard you go through that interview and no one even touched the subject on the day I that know, he resigned? Would have
1: sounded so surreal.
0: Oh, like boy. no one's
1: no one's naming the elephant in the room. <laughs> Seriously,
0: uh, I found that funny. Um, all right that's systematic saturday tomorrow is sunday so stop listening to podcasts go to church obey the fourth commandment keep the sabbath holy people and um we will see you back on monday for a new sojourner pod week keep it real thanks nick amen cheers